Welcome to Anorak, the happy podcast for kids. We have jokes, we have questions, we have experts and we have tons of fun. Time to chat about music. My name is Dominic, I'm six years old and I live in USA. I love music because it makes me feel fun and makes me change to my new self because it makes me feel happy. I like soft sounds. Hello everybody, my name is Tim. I'm a dad, I am a musician, I play in a band and I sing in a band. My band is called Dear Jane and we are based in Hong Kong. We sing in Cantonese. So if you guys look us up, you guys can, we can get you into the Cantonese music. I remember in high school, I used to walk into the choir class and just to goof off. That's usually when I have my free class or free break. And the uh, the choir teacher would let me join in to just goof around and you know, just sing with the choir. And then uh, when I got to university, uh, as a music major, we had to take these fundamental or basic musicianship classes. And there were lots of choices. So I took keyboarding and I took voice so I had a voice coach basically to teach it's, it's like singing 101 or singing classically 101 with that class I kind of discovered hey you know singing is kind of fun and so I kind of grew into that and then when I came back to Hong Kong I met up with my old high school friend and he was in a band and then I got to know his band. And then uh, just a few months later, the, one of the bandmates asked me, oh, hey, uh, I want to start a band again. Uh, he asked me if I knew anyone that liked to sing, you know, punk rock stuff or, you know, very 90s rock, rock and roll kind of stuff. And I was like, I don't know, but uh, I don't mind, you know, standing in. Since then, I was singing in a band. Hello, my name is Molly and I am seven years old and I live in the UK. Did you learn music at school? Yes, I did. I actually did. I learned music at school. When I was in elementary school here in Hong Kong, it was mandatory for every student to learn the recorder. We all had to learn it and it was fun. And uh, I remember each school year we would have a concert. Yeah, everyone would be playing the recorder or trying to play the recorder. It was seventh grade when I moved to uh, the US. I lived in Florida and it was also mandatory to take uh, extra credit courses, which is uh, which involved music. And that was when I really picked up music, actually. I was put into a percussion class. They would have the percussion class to join the orchestra, the ensembles, and the marching band. And uh, yeah, so throughout high school, I was I was involved in playing with orchestra, wind ensembles, and stuff like that in percussion. And when I got to university, I continued. In high school, I fell in love with it, and I, I stuck to it. In university, I, I majored in music. I was in the orchestra, and also I was going to conducting. And so basically, ever since I was a kid, I got connected to music. I never, never left it. Now I play a little bit of everything. Play keyboard, piano, and then I picked a percussion. So I, I, I can play you know, everything from, from the drums, from you know, timpanis and you know, cymbals and everything marching band to maybe a little bit of drum kit and stuff. And then now that I'm in a band, I picked up guitar. I remember learning playing a little bit of clarinet and trumpet. 
but I totally forgot how to play those now. Which do you like more, happy music or sad music? Happy music or sad music? I remember when I was young, when I was a kid and teenager, I used to like sad music. Eventually, when I got older, the music I listened to became happier. <laughs> when I was young, I, I actually I fell in love with classical music. It was because of my teenage years, you know, you, you get moody. And I just found sad classical like orchestral sad music, really good. Like it really like fills my soul. So throughout my younger years, I, I've always been listening to, to sad music. And then eventually as I got older, I, I enjoy happier country music. It's happy and it's simple. What is your favorite kind of music? My favorite kind of music, I would say classical, punk rock, emo rock, and more punk rock. It's very, very simple. First of all, I remember classical music. It all started with movie soundtracks, actually, when I was a kid. I remember it was it was Indiana Jones, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. So I fell in love with orchestral sounding things. When I moved to Florida, I couldn't know a friend, you know, a classmate of mine, and he lent me a CD of Dvorak's uh, New World Symphony, the Symphony Number no. Nine by Dvorak. That just basically kickstarted my whole my love for classical music. Just by listening to that one piece of music, I, I was just exploring different kinds of composers, different kinds of recordings, and it just grew on me. I felt like those music were so expressive. And then, of course, at the same time, as I got older in high school, I think it was towards, towards my last two years in high school, a lot of my friends were listening to uh, Green Day. That was when Green Day and Blink-182 came out. It was the end of Nirvana. So I was exposed to those kind of music, and it was just music that, you know, friends would listen to, and we would just, you know, bang our heads to. That kind of got stuck in my head too. I think my knowledge or my, my experience with classical music actually helped with trying to arrange or come up with arrangements of our songs. The songs we do now, we're doing a little bit more uh, pop, rock, ballad-ish kind of songs. And you know, a lot of times we would have piano and you know, strings arrangements and things like that. And I would, I would be able to give my two cents on, hey, you know, we should go a certain style or we should, you know, less of that, more of that. I mean, it does influence. And also I think just in general, let's say we have a you know, rough demo of a song, just a guitar, you know, I can, it helped the band or us to find directions in terms of the sound or arrangements and things. Do you have any hobbies? I do have hobbies. I love to watch movies. I love to exercise. And I also, I also like taking photos these days, you know, just having my camera around. I would bring my camera out spontaneously. I would I'd see something I like and I'd love taking photos. eat for breakfast mice krispies <laughs> hi my name is atia taylor i am a psych pop musician from brooklyn new york so as a child i you know my grandparents raised me and we didn't have a lot of access to 
any music aside from what was on the radio or the TV. There, at the time, there were TV channels that played music. Um, and so I'd listen to pop songs, and I remember hearing the Spice Girls for the first time at summer camp and losing my mind. I was like, I love this. Who is this? So pop music became really important to me and also really loved Disney musicals. So I had Beauty and the Beast on a Fisher Price tape. And I remember being obsessed with this like really enchanting poppy sound um, and singing along to it. So um, yeah, then I realized that I needed more music in my life and began to sing. I was very, very shy. So it was more something that I kept to myself. But I was um, really just in love with anything I can get my hands on in terms of listening to new music or finding new pop songs or R&B. And I liked rap at the time, too. Um, and then in high school, a really great friend and teacher made me a mixtape, me and my friends, a mixtape of all this new indie music that we had never heard before. And my mind was just totally blown and has changed my life forever. So the bands on that mixtape, I still listen to them to this day. And I've been, yeah, I've been singing and playing music as much as I could since then. So being a shy kid meant apprehensively signing up for a, a talent show, I remember I, I signed up for a talent show and we got rejected. If you can believe that they would reject a 10 year old from a talent show. <laughs> so that was my first lesson in like being humble. And I, I don't know why or how I got the courage, but I was writing a lot of poems and musicals and songs and I wanted to sing and a friend of mine in high school played guitar. And so we decided to get together and, and work on a song. And I got the courage to, to sing at the talent show. And I remember the first time singing, someone laughed at me. I just kept going because it was so, I was so passionate. And I just knew that it was something I wanted to do. So there will be scary moments. There will be times when things are not going to be perfect. Or maybe you, you might not make the cut in the talent show. But if you keep going... There are people who will believe in you, and if you believe in yourself, that's the most important thing. Hi, my name is Elsie, and I am six years old, and I live in America. What's your favorite genre of music? My favorite genre of music is indie pop. I really love bands like The Shins and Beach House, The Cardigans, Stereo Lab, and... Melody's Echo Chamber. I love that genre because it makes me feel happy and really cheers me up when I'm not feeling so great. When I'm sad, I like to turn it on and sometimes it makes me cheery, sometimes it makes me feel just as mellow as I need. Um, and I really resonate with the lyrics a lot. Some of my music is very similar, so it, it really soothes me. Do you ever lose your voice from singing? Yes, I have lost my voice from singing on stage. Sometimes when I have a show that is really fun and loud and funky, I like to yell and get really excited. And then the next day I realize that maybe I've gone too far and my voice is a little raspy. But I've never lost it to the point where I couldn't sing again. Only a little bit and then it heals. After I have a loud night of singing, to heal my voice, I like to drink tea. And I'll just not 
talk too much the next day and really just rest and yeah, try to try to be good to my voice until the next time I need to sing. Hello, my name is Zachary. I am seven years old and I live in Scotland. How often do you practice? I honestly don't practice nearly as much as I probably should. I work on a lot of other projects in my life, so music has sometimes had to take a back seat. So I like to practice when I can at home. And then if I have a show coming up, um, which has not happened in a while because of the global pandemic, but when I do have a show, I practice like a full week or two weeks before so that my set is extremely tight. So I play keyboard. I like to use different kinds of MIDI controllers and synthesizers to make, build layers of sounds. So it's not traditional piano where it's just kind of one beautiful Mozart ballad or something. It's actually lots of sounds piled on top of one another. And I use a loop machine to um, to create loops so that the sounds continue playing over and over and over. Um, eventually, I can take some out, I can put more in, and, and I can add different sounds. So the beauty of having a MIDI controller is that you can choose different kinds of instruments from the computer. So I can play a violin sound, or I can play a bassoon or a French horn sound, and they all kind of work together to make this really lush and pretty sound that I sing, I sing over top of, um, and sometimes I put a drum machine on, so it's a little tiny machine that makes beats on that. So it's, it's kind of a computerized or sometimes analog situation, but I, I think it's fun to be able to, to have an option not to just kind of have a giant instrument. I, can't, I live in New York City, um, so we can't have drum sets in our apartments. <laughs> We don't get to that luxury, but we do have uh, headphones and MIDI controllers. <laughs> what was the first song you ever played? So the first song I ever played is complicated because I've been singing and playing songs for a long time. But when I was 17, I was involved in a girls rock camp and I got to join a formal band for the first time. Our first original song, it was called Wake Up and I got to perform it for the first time. The song that we wrote together in our rock camp was about, you know, this was so long ago, but I, so I have to remember the lyrics, but I remember it being a, a, a song about loving another person and, you know, being, being with them when you wake up and being happy together and just enjoying your time with someone else. Um, and we all collectively wrote it as a, as a girls rock band. So it was really fun and, and we just were all learning about music for the first time. So it was a cool experience. If you were a musical instrument, what would you be? I love this question. My, if I was a musical instrument, I would be a French horn. I played French horn. It was the first instrument I ever played in elementary school. You know, I wanted to be in the band, in the school band. And they asked, you know, what instruments do you want to play? And I was like, what are my options? And then... I asked them what no one else had picked, and it was the French horn. And I wanted to, I didn't want to just blend in. I wanted to do something like no one was doing, something different and unique. And of course, it's the quietest instrument, like probably wasn't even heard in the, in the grand scheme of things in this loud, noisy 10-year-old band, but I loved it. And I thought it was just so beautiful and subtle, and it 
you know, it is very powerful, but it's soft-spoken. And I feel that way about myself a lot of the time. I'm, I have a lot to say, but I, I like to do it in my own quiet and, and strategic way. And it's, it's just such a, such a gorgeous horn. I had a great time learning it, and I still think it's such a beautiful instrument. I would love to one day buy a tiny, they have tiny ones. I, I could never justify buying a big one, but a little one would be fun to play, like maybe on stage and put it in my loop machine or something. I'm really invested in that. <laughs> What is red and white and lives near a farm in the woods? A fox. Hello, uh, my name is James Alexander Graham and I am the singer in a band from Scotland called The Twilight Sad. I have been doing this for probably about 15 years now and the band has released five albums and we've been lucky enough to have basically toured the world for the past 15 years playing our music in countries like America, Mexico, we've been to Asia, Europe. Yeah, we've been very, very lucky to be able to, one, release music and play music um, but we've been lucky to travel the world with it as well. I am the singer and I am one half of the songwriting team, so I write the words as well. Hello, my name is Zachary. I am seven years old and I live in Scotland. Have you ever sang the wrong words in front of lots of people? I have sang the wrong words in front of lots of people many, many, many times. I've forgotten the words of other people's songs, but even worse, I have forgotten the word, my own words. And it can be funny and it can be quite sad as well because, yeah, it might be somebody's favourite song that's came to see you and you hope you don't let them down, but I think it shows that you're human. I have sometimes had to get my dad to print me out my lyrics so I can put it down in front of me uh, on the floor, on the stage, so that... Uh, I don't forget. My dad is famous for printing out lyrics for me and I've in, in the past signed the paper so that people can have them as a memento for a gig. So it's, it kind of works out in a nice way as well as a embarrassing way. If you met an alien with ears who had never heard music, what song would you play it? An alien? Okay. The song I would pick would be maybe It Must Be Loved by Madness because... If an alien comes down to Earth, I think we would like to show them the best of us, what we're the best at. And I think, without being too cheesy, we're, when we love each other, we show the best of each other. And I think that that song, my son has been listening to it a lot, and it always makes me feel nice. And um, I remember it from when I was growing up as well. And I think it would show aliens what emotions are, because we don't know if aliens would have that. And... I think that it's probably the one thing that defines us is our emotions. Hi, my name is Elsie and I am six years old and I live in America. What's your favourite instrument? My favourite instrument, even though I can't play it, is a grand piano. I like the way that a grand piano can sound very 
rich and full and happy and grand, but it can also sound very sad as well. And uh, I think it's important that we uh, we feel both emotions, happiness and sadness, because yeah, that's life is made up of that and it makes us who we are. That instrument, the grand piano especially, can ha- make me smile, but it can also make me cry as well. And I think some of the most beautiful music is, is written on a nice, beautiful, big piano. What songs do you like to play? I am... I like to play other people's songs, to be honest, because my songs can be quite sad. I, I write them because I think it's important to show that you can be sad as well as happy, because I think that's, like I said before, I think that makes us who we are. And to appreciate the happiness, we've got to have sadness. I enjoy singing other people's songs. Um, my karaoke song is Rocket Man by Elton John, because my mum was a big Elton John fan. I used to go to concerts with her to watch Elton John. I love Elton John's old kind of old music. And I, I don't know his new music as much, but I like his old music. And I sing Rocket Man at karaoke. The other other songs that I love singing are by ABBA. I'm a big ABBA fan. Pop music is one of the hardest things to write. And to make a song that can appeal to so many people is a beautiful thing. It's not something I've been able to do yet. I don't know if I will, but I love to sing ABBA songs and Rocket Man by Elton John. There's certain songs that I play when I'm in a different mood or I'm feeling a certain way. I would say that if I want to remember some good times, I will play ABBA or The Cure. Usually quite upbeat, happy songs, but I also like to feel sad sometimes as well. Some songs can remind me of um, times in my life or people in my life that I, I love. And it's always nice, even if it's a sad song, to remember these people and and remember how much they improved your life and how much that they made your life better. So sometimes sad songs can bring happy memories as well. So I don't know if it's a sad song, but I Love Every Day by Buddy Holly is a song that reminds me of my son and when he was born. And it makes me cry, but in a good way. You can cry in a good way sometimes as well. Crying is good for you. So, yeah, I listen to different songs depending on how I'm feeling. And sometimes I listen to songs to make me feel better. And sometimes I feel I listen to music and songs to... I don't want to use the word wallow, but to just understand my feelings and my emotions. What is your favourite chord or note? That's a hard question to ask somebody who can't really play that many instruments. Uh, I'm going to go with E minor. I like minor chords just because I think there's maybe a lot more minor chords in my music than there is major. But I just enjoy the way that a minor chord sounds because... Coming out of a minor chord, going into a major, is a, brings a feeling and it can, it can bring you up and down and like life. What's the silliest song you've ever heard? The silliest song that I have ever heard, it's a song that my son listened to quite a lot. It's called Potato Dog and it's about a dog that's made of potato and it's cuddly and you kind of feel sorry for it, but it's also quite cute. But it makes absolutely no sense to me. But it's a beautiful thing, and we used me and my son sang about Potato Dog together. <laughs> can I join your band? You can 100% join our band. You tell me what you want to do, and we'll find a place. You can even 
replace me if you like. I'm sure you're a better singer than I am. And maybe the songs will be a bit happier, which is good. So yeah, welcome to the band. Welcome to the Twilight Sad. Stay up to date with our Happy Podcast for Kids by following us on any platforms you listen to podcasts on. And please leave us a rating or even subscribe if you love it that much. Studio Anorak is proudly independent. And to support this podcast and help us make lots more episodes, please visit our website, anorakmagazine.com or simply follow us on Instagram at anorakmag or Facebook and Twitter at anorakmagazine.com.